0: with more happiness and prosperity. Through his Mastering the Game of Life podcast and books, Paul also helps people to get their own inspirational messages and powerful stories out into the world, as well as being involved in supporting many charitable organisations in their development, fundraising and projects. Hello listeners
1: and welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Today I'm joined by somebody who I'm very privileged and honoured to call a friend as well as a, a really good guest. And I say a really good guest, uh, well, aren't all our guests really good? Yes, they are, is the answer to that. But I mean really good in terms of the contribution this this guy is making to the world in terms of planting trees. And and not just planting trees, but also his love, his compassion and everything that he brings brings to the world, and that's why I say, listeners, I'm very, uh, very honoured to be having a conversation with Lars Heiselberg van Jensen from Denmark. Lars, a very, very warm welcome to you, sir. Thank you,
2: Paul, and hello to everyone listening. A heartfelt welcome to all of you.
1: Your chapter in the Mastering the Game of Life book, Lars, Our Sustaining Food Forest of Love and Hope. What inspired that title? Start us off, if you will, and tell us what your thoughts were.
2: Yeah, uh, the title comes from the climate challenges we have. And with the climate challenge we have, I mean, we all really have. And love and hope is so important to maintain and also to grow. And with the climate challenges, we are more in the same boat than ever, so to speak. Because people already were challenged with poverty uh, many places, yeah, we even have COVID 19 off top that is hitting poor people even harder. But with the climate challenges, it's so hard for people to make a local living. to make an example in Ghana, I know that more than sixty percent of the youngsters they leave the village just after finish uh, public school or, or the first uh, Mandatory school, because then they seek to the capital or go become a refugee, try to go somewhere else to make a living. And that's really, really a challenge. So with sustainable love and hope, for example, if we plant fruit and not trees where people live, uh, that's part of my job. Working in Growing Trees Network Foundation that helps to plant so-called food forest in Ghana. And we look to do it other places. But if we, with simple action, try to help the climate and by helping these, sorry, and by yeah helping and planting fruit and nut trees, we same time can help local people to feed, to have food and make a good life where they are uh, And that's really love and hope I like to speak into that all of us with very simple actions for very little money can help our friends around the world to have a better life. And same time doing that, we also help our own life to be better because we can have immense gratitude knowing that we support these people beautifully and it helps to grow our own life too.
1: Definitely. So we'll come back to the Ghana, the specifics of Ghana in a moment, Lars, but I want to... For the benefit of our listeners here, kind of just share where, you know, because it's not just Garner, is it? I mean, you've alluded to other places. Do you want to share us a little bit around what those other places are and what are, what some of those
2: initiatives are? Yes. <clears throat> and I always say, put, put the fish on the table as it is. Say the truth. So if people listen and hear that I'm enthusiastic, I'm passionate about my mission, I am but maybe some of you already have heard I also carry a little bit sorrow because this Saturday my dear father was uh, buried. It was finally the day of his funeral, which waited six months due to corona and sickness my mother had. But yes, in my daily work, I'm the chairman of Growing Trees Network Foundation that helps to bring new forest. We are a forestation NGO that can work by the donations from people, companies, uh, NGOs, and others. And we started out in Denmark bringing so-called forest by the people or people's forest planted on top of groundwater resources to help maintain clean drinking water because all these forests are ecological driven now and in the future to help secure the water not to have pesticides in the future. And... Clean water is so important, both for plants and animals. And if we take us humans, we consist on 60% of water down to our cells and our blood veins. And, and newborn babies, even more than 65%. So helping clean water is a big part of the mission in Denmark. But in Ghana, we help what I mentioned before, so-called food forest, where local villagers by donation have trees they help to plant and look after by themselves and then after 3 years they will have all the harvest of nuts fruits and also herbal leaves uh, they can use for for various whether it's making cream help making helping their health and so on and as a new thing we in bolivia have started to plant so called climate forest where more heavy rain Comes down the mountain sides and can cause that mud and very big stones starts to slide down and hit the villages in the bottom of the valleys. So now we will try to help uh, to plant trees on the on the mountain sides to try to stop this mud and and stones to make disasters down valley. And uh, we also, as a new thing, look into helping plant trees in 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 Kenya. Where local uh, farmers uh, can have uh, trees uh, to help the farm uh, work better, and yeah, in general, in the future we will look into help to plant trees in more countries to come. Some of you maybe heard about Growing Trees Network Foundation in the past. We we. Yeah, what we do have been told about on BBC World News, radio, TV, and we were part of what was called probably the first climate teleton ever helping the climate. So right now we are busy planting 47 new forests after this climate teleton on the Danish TV2 channel, which at the same time collected money to help to preserve forest in Uganda, helped by other afforestation NGOs.
1: Wow! So you're getting out and about and doing a f- and planting a few trees. <laughs> I think that's um, an understatement, isn't it? But absolutely much needed and vital worklessness throughout the world for for humanity, for for the ecology, for everything. Really, it's, it's a beautiful initiative, and and one that I'm personally very more than happy in fact not very but more than happy to be involved in 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 a very very small way so that brings us nicely Lars does it not back to the the specifics of of um the the GLO project the Ghana project because um maybe worth at this point Lars kind of um you know your your position with as a world game changer our charitable arm of mastering the game of life as as a as a patron, and I'm immensely, immensely pleased to have you on board for that, for the invaluable work that you do. So might be worth an opportunity here, Lars, to share that with our listeners about you know, the wider picture of the work that's going on. Do you want to take us down that road?
2: Uh, absolutely. My pleasure. Because I used to say that people that are really challenged, for example, in Ghana and other challenged countries, it's hard for them to shout out their needs and challenges so when I have the opportunity to try to speak on their behalf, I'm always delighted. And right now, I'm honored that I can speak behalf of the villagers, which are financially poor farmers in a village called uh, Jilu, and, and neighbor villagers in a, in a region called Bimbilla. And Bimbilla, in the northern part of Ghana is, is a poor area financially. And in the past, they were into war. So they really have challenges. So that private people and companies and also world game changers uh, have donated fruit nuts and herbal trees that could be planted to help these villagers. I'm really pleased about. And also that we have put work on the ground With the book telling the story about these people and how they are assisted and how other people can look into helping them in the future is really really important and uh, now we we look very much to the people of chilo but so many other places on this world really really need new forest and food forest where people can pick food in the future is really really a big master key to help some of the really severe challenges we have on our our earth at at this time. So planting a fruit or a nut tree that will bring a lot of harvest within three years has the cost of approximately $2. And then the local villagers helps to prepare the land and make fencing around it with wire mesh. So goats and other animals will not eat the trees. And then, yeah, they will also... uh, take away grass and other plants to help the trees to flourish so they can really benefit from the beautiful donation people have have given them and yeah that's that's really what it's about it's it's very simple if if we with good heart say okay i can give ten dollars then we help to plant approximately five fruit and nut trees and uh In picture language, if you imagine that you had 100 fruit and nut trees in your garden, and now I speak to all of your listeners, you will say, wow, 100 fruit and nut trees. In Ghana, in each village, we give them approximately 1,500 fruit and nut trees and herbal trees. So then they help each other uh, to make it grow, and then they share the harvest. The harvest will both be eating for some of them in the dry season. If the small lake dries up, they can sell some of the fruit and buy water because that's the situation they are looking into. Many of them have drinking water from from a, a dirty lake and then they take it through water filters if they are lucky to have. And as I speak, sometimes they don't even have water.
1: You know when you hear stories like this, Lars. I mean, we, you know, people, myself included. You see things on the news about things that happen in in other parts of the world, and you know, you might kind of shake your head and say, "Oh, that's really bad." But you know, I think conversations like this are really invaluable, aren't they? And and you know, writing stories in books and promoting messages to keep this 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 challenge alive in people's minds, because I mean, isn't it true that you know generally we might put sort of you know something in a charity box and and then we kind of forget about it but the plight and the challenge for the people that are dealing with this in these impoverished villages that you know that doesn't go away it goes on and on and on so I think it's absolutely priceless as I say that we keep this message alive and keep this energy of alive of humanity and and serving our fellow man. So, Lars, I mean, I want to thank you immensely for the. I've said it once already, but invaluable doesn't even scratch the surface of, mm. of, you know, the work and the commitment and everything that you do. So, I, I sincerely offer my uh, my humble apologies to you, to you for that, Lars. Mm. Thank you.
2: Uh, and it comes to mind to I could share a good tip, uh, and and the tip is when uh, the Corona thing started. I I spoke to my kids. Now we need to help people in the world more. So from now on, when you're earning pocket money, uh, your bonus mother and I will double your income uh, because then if you earn like $2 for helping to clean uh, the house or whatever job they help to do, then we will double it. So every time you earn uh, 2 or $10, we double the amount and then you help to plant fruit and nut trees to help people that have a more difficult time in Ghana, and it could be other places in the world. So when we talk about world game changing, if people would like to catch this idea that when your work, sorry, when your kid w- works and, and, and you give them a little money, if if you will bring into their attention that they same time, buy a little amount or you double it or whatever, that you make them world game changers, having a heart and concern about challenge people around the world, it would be magnificent. And then with small money in every home, we could do so much together.
1: What a simple but absolutely beautiful initiative. And on a humorous note, Lars, if you're paying double money, I might fly over to Denmark and clean your coffee if you're paying double money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it will cost me about £300 to fly. But I mean, if, you, you know, if you're going to pay double money for cleaning the car, well, I'm on my way. Once Corona's yeah. out of the way. But um, no, joking aside, Lars, so um, I just want to bring things to a close now then, Lars. Obviously, your story is in the Mastering the Game of Life book um, and, and a really, really deep, deeply interesting story it is too. But we won't share any more of that at this stage. Um, just tell us, Lars, how people very briefly can get in touch with you through the Growing Trees Network Foundation, the contact deals for that, and the invaluable work that you do.
2: Uh, yeah, and thank you for sharing that opportunity, uh, Paul, and you listening. People can connect to us by going to growingtrees.dk. And at growingtrees.dk, we also have an English version. So you can read everything about Ghana, what we do in Denmark and other countries. And if you have any questions whatsoever, you can reach out to me. And my email is las at growingtrees.dk. And uh, yeah, then we take it from there. Take it from there.
1: We take it from there, listeners. And we take it from there by me signing off now and saying, remember, Mastering the Game of Life starts by embracing our hearts.
0: Thanks very much for listening to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. If you found it interesting and helpful, drop a line to Paul via paul at paul with any thoughts or questions you may have, he'd love to hear from you and he'd be more than happy to respond. Alternatively, check out Paul’s website at www.paulhyperlow.com. Remember, mastering the game of life starts by embracing our hearts.